You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, fellow gold-digging basketball fans. I'm not labeling anyone. I'm just pointing out that the Denver Nuggets are named after the gold nuggets. History tells us that the gold diggers were digging out the precious metal from Colorado mountains and panning out of Colorado rivers back in the day. With that being explained, welcome to the first episode of the updated and improved Serbian Corner. You are used to us using the old Serbian Corner segments, but since the DNVR Serbian trip already happened and it was a huge success, it is time to move into the next chapter with completely new segments that will show you how a Serbian that has never been to Colorado, that would be me, views the rectangle state on the Rocky Mountains. You can also expect some Nuggets and general NBA trivia games and much, much more. Well, maybe not much more, but slightly more, I guess. <laughs> okay, my name is Miroslav, and I'm joined, as always, by Voya. What up, Voya? Hey, how's it going, man? Good, I'm excited. I'm excited for this new new thing. I also updated my Twitter handle, too, so at least that's my contribution that's right. to the updated Serbian corner. <laughs> uh, Voya, Completely Voya, renewed. Completely how, was new Serbi- how, was, how was Nugget Serbia a couple it, of hours It was hours great. Ago. We, finished, we finished the NBA season preview. We had Nuggets division and and Pacific division. Uh, the kind of news kind of uh, was good good for us every week. Right before we talk about a certain team, something new happened. So like the first week was Boston. It was the Doka thing. This week was the Draymond thing. Thank uh, you, Draymond. And some Phoenix Thank you. And stuff. So yeah, it was a lot of like it was at least like we we covered him as the news was going on. So it was really fun uh, for Serbian people. Check it out uh, on the Nuggets Serbia channel. It was pretty fun to do like three thirty teams. All main stuff in the next week we'll do just completely Serbian. Uh, it was just completely Nuggets uh, Nuggets show. Our guy, yeah. uh, Ice Cave guy, said that we already had uh, really big incidents in both the finalist teams from last season. So now we're waiting for for the for the conference finals teams as well, <laughs> yeah. so oh. they can they can just clear the path for to Denver Nuggets yep, with their exactly. scandals. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with the first new segment, which is called the Mile High Positivity. It is a segment about what we were the most high or optimistic about last week. When I say we were the most high, I'm not saying marijuana because it's not legal either in Serbia or in Nebraska, right? (laughs) So it's just a figure of speech. Okay. (laughs) 
My mile high positivity of the week will be Michael Porter staying his efficient self despite not playing smart team basketball and setting, uh, settling for bad contested shots. I know it sounds ironic to say this is a positive thing, but I really think Michael being his usual self and not improving on defense or read and react basketball still might help the Nuggets winning a lot, even if that means uh, him not being a part of closing lineups. He scored 20 points versus Chicago on 59% true shooting and 12 points in like 15 minutes on 86% true shooting. And few <laughs> people thought he actually played well. So he was kind of a, you know, a mess on both sides of the court, but you, you still cannot deny the, the, uh, the positivity of, of him being on court. I mean, all, all kidding aside, he's, he's uh, missed so much time and I don't think it was, it was really, really uh, logical to expect him to improve vastly in any uh, uh, kind of team offense or team defense since he wasn't uh, training for, for so, so much time and these are his first games. So hopefully we will see strides in, in that uh, department as well. But for now on, I'm, I'm completely satisfied with this level of play from Michael Porter. What do you think? Yeah, it's crazy that, I mean, when you talk about a back injury, you would think that's more drastic than, than a knee or, or, or any, any other injury. But he came back. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like he's, I'm surprised that he's the same. That's we would, we were expecting, even though they were saying to us, yeah, he's basically back to where he was as soon as the surgery was done. You're like, well, I don't, I mean, it's still the back injury. So that was pretty awesome. Um, I, I mean, I liked what I saw. It's not, I can't deny it. It's just, especially in the second game, it's always, and that's a little bit of a tricky, like it is positive, but it's also, it sucks that every time he plays well is without Jokic and it kind of is telling right now. And, you know, his shot is just heaven. Like it's incredible. You see that jumper and like you've, again, he hasn't played in a while. So we forget how good, how good of that jumper is. Uh, and honestly, I liked when in the beginning of the game, like his defense, I, he was staying in front of people. No one was scoring over him. He was one of those guys, like, ironically, like the, probably the weakest defender on the court of those, like, outside guys. And he was still staying in front of guys. And then people were shooting over him, but none of those shots were going in, which was awesome. And then later, I kind of honestly, I, I stay away from these preseason games a little bit. I, I watch him, like, kind of half assed because I don't want to draw, like, too many conclusions, both positive or negative from these games because it's still preseason and, and they know it. And so they act act like it's preseason, but you're right. It's his jumpers. Awesome. And I, that's what I, that's what I wanted to see as far as other stuff. It was, I mean, it's, you, you know, he didn't play the whole season and you can't improve team defense on it's in summer. So I, I wanted to see just that he is active on, on one-on-one defense. And then I just, you know, we just need him to get minutes and, and keep playing and, and, getting used to the team dynamic. And that's something we can talk about later, maybe in the negatives of the defensive struggles and just as a team. But that's obviously, honestly also that's a given since no, you know, as these guys haven't played together and the communication is different and now Jokic wasn't playing and it's all that stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to see him play again. Um, it was, again, I'm, 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 I like, I like shooters. So it's nothing odd for me to say that I love watching him shoot, but Obviously, other stuff maybe give me some headaches sometimes, but yesterday was pretty, pretty great because again there was no Jokic there to 
maybe roll his eyes at him, uh, kind of, you know, scoff or like, you know, so just the style of it is more outside oriented. So he would, they would run plays for him and he would come off screens and something that they could really do in general. They try, honestly, it was funny trying DeAndre Jordan off that uh, high, uh, high post, like handoffs and trying to pass inside. It was, it was really funny to see him like try to emulate Jokic, which is like not something DeAndre Jordan was, is known for. So. Yeah, this is fun. this is this is Michael's age twenty four season. I mean, I know he hasn't been playing for too many games in his NBA career, but he is almost a foreign player right now. And I don't think there is, I I don't know how much you can you can completely uh, reinvent him as a basketball player and make him into something he's not. I mean, I I think they need to to keep trying to integrate him in the in the read and react basketball with the starters but on the other hand you can give him a lot of minutes with the bench unit and just let him cook because especially against the 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 opponent the bench units he can just uh, burn them in in every situation and if he gets like 10 points with the starters and 15 points with the bench unit every time we have a 25 point per game scorer and that's that's really what you need to get from Michael Porter. So I I think we're still on the right track and uh, and hopefully hopefully it will get even better than that. Okay, let's see yeah. your mile high positivity for this week. Well, mine mine is uh, as as usual it's it's in the minutia. So uh I have another number 11 that I love on this team <laughs> cuz Monte left a big hole in my heart and and we'll talk a little bit later why uh why I think it's even hole on the court. But uh, there's Bruce. The Bruce Brown took his number, and I was really like, Ugh, "We could this, did it have to be 11 right now?" But I love it. Um, as I as I as I often say, I love versatility. I love uh, you know players that can adapt to certain situations, and he he seems so far. I mean, obviously we know we had he had you know he had a career in Brooklyn, so we know he's adaptable to different positions. I find it fascinating a little bit that he is also um, you know he's basically a secondary playmaker or first playmaker in the second unit with bones isn't what obviously isn't what Monte is. So none of none of, neither of them are what Monte was like a floor general type of point guard. That's going to organize people and everything's going to go from him. And he's that high IQ pick and roll player bones is we know what he is. He can score a bunch and he showed yesterday. So what Bruce Brown is now filling that role is of that, you know, sharing the duties of, organizing around and like being actually you know bringing the ball up dribbling um and and it's really fascinating just to see the the switch from what he was doing in brooklyn uh most often and he, we know we know he goes from one to five so that's that's awesome he, that and then the you know the shots that he's taking from the three-point line aren't it reminds me like it was just yesterday it was like a weird vibe to me um about what like how kalinich was in the Eurobasket, just like he would just shoot the, the, you know the the best possible shots and that's how Bruce Brown was looking these few games when he was making them it was just like okay I'm just gonna take this when it makes sense I'm not gonna dribble iso step backs or anything like this okay if I can't get through past the guy I'm gonna pass it let's reset it go back from where we were um the good you know that, that's the, obviously the great thing and I, I again like defensively I want to see you know I want to see him use more and honestly offensively when Jokic gets back in during the season I hope he Hope he plays. Like so far, we've seen Malone do the hockey again, hockey subs again, and I really, I really hope 
we won't see another season of just bench bench starters. Like, because what? Why would you get Bruce Brown and why would you get uh, KCP and you have Michael Porter if you're just going to keep the same two lineups just interchangeably? Like, Matt, you know, try give him some more like stuff. Like, we know that he can do a lot more than just dribble, you know, dribble over the half court, give it to Bones, and then like set up some guys and and then shoot when he's open. Like, he could he can give you a little more interesting things. So I really hope, honestly. I'm not, I'm not really optimistic that Malone will do any of that stuff because I've been, you know, I've been looking forward to that for years. And even when we had a deep team, we weren't doing any of that. And let's say this year, first time he has like these type of versatile players, so he will play. But I really hope so because otherwise you're just there's. I mean, you you're using him like up to maybe like fifty or sixty percent of his potential if you're just using him. For what he's used right now, even though I love what I see, um, and again, you said Michael Porter. If he doesn't doesn't close games, I would really hope to see like Bruce Brown close close the game, see how he fares um, in those like you know him and Gordon cutting on baselines and like reading reading reacting off there because he can definitely like baseline cut dish it off to Gordon for a dunk. Like I can see it in my head, like I can picture that that like play development. So. That, that's I I love I mean I love what I see so far. What do you what do you think about him? What's your overall impression? We'll have a uh, a fan question later on describing uh, every every Nuggets player as as a player that's uh, uh, most Serbian or least Serbian. And I would say that Bruce Brown is among the most Serbian players on the on the Nuggets team, meaning that he's really a, a multi-positional player. That can play anything from one to four, and I guess guard everything from one to five, and that's really exciting to to me. And I know he he's not playing a lot of minutes with the starters right now by design, and I actually think it's not a bad idea to do that in preseason. Uh, keep it really simple. Let's try to yeah. to see some basic lineups in the preseason, and then add wrinkles as the as the game. Uh, go by. Hopefully, they'll not lose like four out of first five games trying to add those wrinkles. Hopefully, they'll do do it sooner than that. But uh, uh, we'll talk about the injuries later later on the show. But actually, before the Bulls game, I was thinking that it it might have been good to see the Nuggets play without Nikola, so Michael Malone would be forced into staggering of the starters, so we get to see Jamal or MPJ with the bench. But no, <laughs> it was just DeAndre Jordan in, in his place with the starters in the first quarter and then Zeke Naji in the third quarter. At least we got to see both of those looks, which yeah. is not nothing, okay? We got to see something, but I really was hoping to see like Porter with four bench guys. Or yeah, Jamal but I can also get like Jeff Green back with the starters because we said last week... I talked about that he was really he knew how to take advantage. Of course, yesterday without Jokic, like Jeff Green is not for this. Yeah, you know, obviously not going to be used as as well when you know when he's not with Jokic on the court. So that that part's fine. But just in general, I just hope they. I know it's it's kind of always tricky talking about this because again, we 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 talk about from sometimes from the like the European Euroleague uh, standpoint of hey, we can because every game is important. You kind of go by the feel. You don't go. With the strict rotation, obviously in the NBA you kind of have to because this the number of minutes guys play, and then you know it's just a marathon in that case. But I still wish, like I, you know, I, I, we will see something 
different than just five out, five in, and a little bit of stagger overlap, and, and that's it. Like, it, it's everyone, I mean, it's it's not an accident. Everyone was praising the Bruce Brown signing and was salivating over the possibility with Jokic. It would be a shame if we don't see it. Uh, it really, it really would, because again, like yes, you have KCP that that right now everything looks like basically the same. Instead of Gary Harris is KCP, and the style of play is the same. And I, I really want to. We have a deep enough roster to do some different things. So I hope, hope I actually get to see it. And if not, that's the that's the thing is if not, and we don't do well this season, then then the questions are starting to you know for Malone to get you know posed by by maybe you know the the higher ups of like, Hey, we got everything we could like what's, what's going on. So uh, otherwise, I, but yeah, the, the, the bottom line is number 11 again in my heart. So that's <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we all seen uh, that KCP's shots were not uh, going in into these, in these two preseason games, but outside of that, did you see anything extra from him comparing to Gary, except for those, you know, extra two inches he has on, on Gary from, from, KCP. from KCP. Well, no, well, that's the thing is like, are they even asking him to do anything more? And, and that's the things like we, maybe with those stars, we don't need to. And maybe that's good also that he's not because we've seen things in Washington that like he can get the ball and, you know, maybe try solo and stuff. It is, I, I wish I, I wish I would say maybe that's the, what you're talking about in the preseason. It's still starting. So let's just get the basics down. And then we can start experimenting with you and Jokic dribble handoffs and, and pick and rolls like Gary was doing. And then he going to the basket because not a lot, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that starting unit. And even like Gordon's kind of just like a off the side guy. Like, you know, he, when he scores, when he, when he, you know, when, when he's like the guy that's finishing the play. So I, I, it's, I mean, it's not surprising again, because they're so new and even the you know, defense is, is lacking because of that. I think because the newness and you know communication. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like it does feel all, all familiar. And at, at some point, you got to ask like, what's the you know is it is it the players that are coming in? We, we we change these players out, and they all it's always always looks pretty much the same. Uh, what needs to change? Is it uh, the players or the system? Yeah, exactly. And it's just. We'll, we'll see again. This is just pretty. I'm not. That's why I'm not drawing any like big conclusions. It's just so far, what we've seen is is pretty similar to when Gary was here. Again, if KCP is that good of a defender on ball like Gary was, and he can make shots that Gary used to make, like that's enough. You pay. That's what you pay him for. But it, it would be a shame because they have potential to do more than just that. And if you don't use them, they just stagnate, and then all that stuff that they used to have might get lost a little bit in in the in the whole like uh, jumble. So. Yeah, but overall, Bruce Brown, like I, that's my mile high positivity. Just also from my from the number eleven standpoint, and then also that he actually is. I wasn't expecting him to actually um, handle the ball and and be that secondary playmaker in the second unit because there was you know Devon Reed from last year and Bones and and then him. Like it's an interesting trio. Like I really I really enjoy it. Boy, by, by by the way, the second unit looked in these two games. Uh, we're we're just going to miss the old number eleven, Monte Morris. Yeah. That, that was, <laughs> you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I I'm I'm actually pretty pretty happy with what I've saw from Irsmith. Smith. He he is he is quite uh, dynamic and uh, he he believes in himself when he's playing. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, he's controlled to, yeah. like like we we spoke last week. So I'm. 
I'm really content that he is uh, the the third option on the point guard this season. It's just that you know Bones is such a wild card. Uh, he is such a dynamic scorer, but also he can he can go into these uh, series of mistakes on defense and also on, on offense as well if the shot is not going in. So hopefully we'll see. It's not a big surprise that uh, that uh, uh, the second unit is struggling with uh, with the creation because we lost Monte, we've lost Mar- Barton, we've lost Faku, and we got players that are not primary ball handlers. So it makes sense. So this is why, please, Michael Malone, please, Stagger, <laughs> please, we... we we plead you. Okay, let's now go to the second segment for for this show, and it is called "Meeting a Mountain Lion on Your Front Porch." <laughs> so this is this is the thing I I believe people in Colorado are scared the most of. So if you meet you don't have to tell us yeah. on your front porch, I guess that's pretty scary. So this is a segment about what we were the most scared of or that made us the most pessimistic last week. And I thought my mountain lion uh, meeting uh, um, for for this week would be Nikola Jokic's you know, wrist injury and Jamal's lower body or however the Nuggets medical staff called it. But my real mountain lion meeting at the front porch is actually the horrific defense we've seen so far. Nobody is successfully guarding neither perimeter nor the paint. OKC's G League squad dropped 112 points on them with Trey Mann and Aaron Wiggins and one of the Jalen Williamses. They were all unstoppable. So maybe it shouldn't be a surprise a real NBA team from Chicago scored so easily. And this is mostly about the the, the starters. And we, we've had that... Uh, comment from from ray so doesn't feel like peak effort from starters on either end and i agree the starters really failed to show us the new uh rebuilded defense they're supposed to show us and i i can honestly i cannot say much about defense of the second unit because the offense of those guys was so so scattered i i just couldn't concentrate on both sides of the of the court, at least not for now. What do you think about uh, about this defense? Do, do you think I'm I'm panicking too 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 early, or are there some uh, uh, let's say systematic problems you 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 already see that it's uh, not letting them play better defense? Well, the yeah, yesterday was I mean yesterday you didn't have Nicola, and that's that's usually. We've seen that over over the yeah, years. The that, worst defensive center in the league. Yeah, yeah, as, like the as some yeah, will say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that, that we, and that's that's the irony of it. We've seen it when he doesn't play that they are actually worse. Especially, I mean, because it's not it's not boogie there that it was last year. So you're like, okay, there's a little bit of at least like some movement. It's like Downer is not he's not supposed to be a starter, and especially when. Then you introduce him and KCP and Murray and Porter off of injuries. It's completely like just they don't they're not used to each other. Like it, the defense takes time, and and you can't just flip it. Like Toronto can have a good defense when they have like their main guys for three years now, and some you know some of these some of these teams. And it's not and you're just not introducing a, a schematic that's like you know revolutionary, so everyone is like thrown off. It's just KCP is new. 
he has to get used to as a guy from the perimeter. He has to get used to what Murray can do, what Michael Porter can or can't do, what he can. Um, I talked about just in Nugget, you know, the Nugget Serbia thing, just just that about just KCP, including let's say Jokic is still there, just knowing also what Jokic can do and his like fat, you know, for example, his fast can- hands. And the fact that he can like step up and it's not you don't have to like overhelp or the fact that like Michael Porter is an own bad defender maybe you overhelp or in the case maybe you underhelp because you think like oh you expect your guy in the back to like read everything as you do and so that you know that's why you mentioned in, in one of the pressers like communication right now just to communicate on defense because again they're not as familiar as when they were you know as even when Barton and, and Monte were playing like. Even though maybe they're not the greatest defenders, they at least like know each other, know what they can do, and how to communicate. And so it would, it, it can you know bump up the quality uh, as a team defense. So in this case, that's why I think like that. What KCP said, communication is important, just uh, to get used to what each person knows and how how to position yourself, how to how to help certain players, and like, hey, I know this, I know Murray's like, you know, bad against this type of defender. So if he's playing against whatever Fox, let's say. I know I could help. I need to help out a little bit more on this side or that side. Or if he's playing against a bigger guard, he, you know, he's good. I don't have to help out as much. So those kind of details, like they're they're not going to be solved like in training camp that easily. That's just again playing. So I don't know if it's like panicking. It sucks. Like you would hope that it would click. Like oh, whoo, let's go. But if you remember when Gordon came in, uh, everyone else was there around him for so long. Like that's it clicked immediately, but because again, everyone, all four were were good. This is especially against Chicago, introducing three, two new guys, and then two guys off of injuries into the starting lineup. So it's that's I think just if you don't, you know, and again, it's communication, maybe like some mistrust sometimes, like you don't know them, so you don't trust them completely yet to help you or like to, to for you to help them in certain situations. So uh, I think that's that's the case. Second unit is. For now, it is what it is. We'll see. I think they have the potential. It's again, it's just they're completely new. So, Devon, yeah, Devon Reed, Bruce Brown, Bones. Bones hasn't been a situation to defend you know, the primary ball or secondary you know, ball handler. Bruce Brown is new again. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's it's definitely interesting and it it is defeating. But again, Ray was might be on point there. Just like the, the effort isn't there because it's preseason and they're a veteran team. It's one of the maybe like trade backs of like everyone was saying how good the vibe was and it was like a feel of a veteran team in the training camp. Well, the trade trade off maybe that they know it be they know it's preseason because they're so veteran, so they're like, well, f- you know, screw it, like we don't have to we don't have to try that hard. <laughs> I'm a bit scared of the fact that they they really are a veteran team and veteran team also knows that the season is really really long and 82 games is a lot of games. So they can screw around a bit during the regular season as well, but we'll see. That that's one of the the questions we'll we'll save for the for the next yeah. segment. Uh, so basically, you have those two units, ten guys in total. One suck on defense, the other one suck on offense. So if they could just mash that again, yeah. <laughs> Michael Malone try to find yeah, some yeah. some mashing. There also we we've got a the question from Ray about adding different configurations of bench units like yes, more Zeke, yes. Davon, Christian ish. Yeah, especially Zeke unit. and Vladko for me. I mean Davon's already there, but uh, I would I would love to see Vladko more. Like he came in yesterday and he just 
just not make many mistakes. And it's just annoying because it's probably it's like the potential or whatever. He's not playing because like he that's his what what you get what you see is what you get with him. And there's no like potential upside or whatever the the, the you know the bull is. Um but still he still just doesn't make too many mistakes. So I would want to see him, especially if you're gonna rest a little bit of Jeff Green over the season because you can put Lotko in, Zeke instead of DeAndre Jordan, which might happen sooner or later. Um, I would I would love love to see it for sure. Yeah, we've we've spoken speaking only about the the bench unit. I mean, it's really hard when you have both DeAndre Jordan and, for instance, Christian Brown, because Christian Brown will not try to to create anything because you know he's he's, he yeah he he he, he shouldn't just like DeAndre Jordan shouldn't try to do anything and he was trying some stuff last night. He had like four turnovers because. He was trying to. Match. I did. I mean, they gave him to play of what, what Jokic plays. Like he tried backdoor cuts and backdoor yeah, passes right. and stuff. And, well, that's what you're gonna do. That's a, that's their offense. Like, they, yeah, you know, they, they, he didn't do it on him on his own. They probably asked him to run these sets because if they had to change the playbook completely when Jokic is out, then that also is another can of worms there too. So, I, I, just, I also it, it is, I also thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> else, it was cute. Okay, now we are moving to the next segment. And I was really proud of this segment, but I think I will have to change it a bit in the future. The name of the segment is Fun Question of the Week. Every week, we'll tweet out the call for the Fan Question of the Week, and we will pick only one among them to answer and also give special props to the author. So ask away and make it good. Problem is... It's not only fun, right? (laughs) Problem is... Too many good questions. Oh, we, okay. We have some really, really great guys act, asking questions, and I, I just couldn't have, couldn't have uh, uh, pick one. So what I did, I pick four for this week, and we'll try okay. to run uh, rather fast through them. So the first question comes from the OG Michael Shields. What is the biggest team challenge that the Nuggets must overcome to maximize their chances? In the playoffs, for example, letting teams back in the game after being up twenty plus. I will. I will uh, start with this one. I was thinking just about this uh, this example of uh, giving giving up uh, huge leads, and it's really an uh, important thing, especially this season because you have two guys recovering from injury or recovering from from uh, you know the the rehabilitation. So you really need as many fourth quarters of not playing your starters as you can because that counts almost like a half a game off for these guys so it is it is a really really uh, big uh, big point of emphasis for them that it should be the the, the second thing i was thinking about is just uh, the the importance of of integrating the new players as fast as possible now that's easier said than done but if they want to to start with a with a hot start, they will just need to to I guess keep it simple enough to be to be able to to integrate uh, all of the new guys as fast as possible and then build on that. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good that's a good that's a that's a good like gen- general. I mean, as a team, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, that's a I, I, yeah, it's a championship trade. Like you can't let let teams back in and mess around like that again just because you're building bad habits and that's i think for me that's the the main one is just 
not picking up. They're not young anymore. And that it, it was like, ah, oh, it's, you know, 2017, 18. Like, are you, you know, they mess around. They like get back to it. They're plucky. They're, I mean, that's, that's not it anymore. Like they can't, they can't allow themselves to, to be that way. Um, I don't know if that they will. Maybe that because again, it maybe starts from Jokic and he's not the guy to, to, to like step on people's throat. We talked about it so many times, but maybe this season it changes. Like he's also older. He's more experienced. Uh, so I would, my, my biggest challenge is, is um, to, to take it, well, to take the season seriously. Um, not to, because exp- again, it, it's not a given to like just get to the playoffs. Like Clippers were kind of like, oh, we're, we're last year, even like they had injuries and stuff. Like, oh, cool, we're in the play in. Like, we don't have to try hard to go over and then don't make the playoffs. Um, you know, that's maybe like, you know, that's one example. So I would say take a little bit seriously and like, you know, try to like build those good habits like every month, like something, you know, if, if that's what the coaching staff, like, hey, we're, this month we're building on this you know transition defense like let's make an emphasis and this month this and you know in the meantime like we watch film so i would want us to have them like actually build a season and that stupid cliche from the nfl when they all say like the champions are built in in august like when they talk about their or september with their uh training camps and and summer so like i would want them to see like be serious throughout the season whoever plays like that's that's always Jokic's mentality anyway and then the malone's like if jack white needs to play some minutes like doesn't matter Treat him as he like he would play in the in the playoff rotation and hold them accountable the same way and and go from there and build. So that that's my biggest. I think that's the biggest challenge because it's easy with this deep deep roster and everyone's back. Like everyone's kind of already written him in as the top four team in the West. Like you have to still earn it. Like it. You know, that's why you play the game. So that's my. Biggest. I'm, not, I'm not sure Fear everybody's pens- penciling him them uh, in, in top four uh, seeds in the West. I'm I'm pretty sure we are, but outside of Denver and I guess Serbia, uh, it it might be a bit of a different story. I even saw some some lists with with Memphis uh, in front of them and and so on. So we'll see we'll see how it pans out. Okay, next question. Next question comes comes from Jacob Rogero or Jacob Rogero. I'm not sure. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing mispronouncing your name. I think it's Jacob. I would say Jacob. Yeah. So also also a homie of our what is the best lineup for the Nuggets bench? So so let's let's keep all the starters out. What would sure. be the best combination of five guys on the bench? Start start you can start with that. Ooh, let's see. I mean I did I did like say good things about Lotko, but again, if Jeff Green is Jeff Green is still ahead of him there. I th- I would put Zeke at five, Jeff at four. Devon um, and and Bruce and Bones like that's for now as far as I can see it. So we'll, we'll see during the season. Maybe there's something different, but so far, I agree with your five. The only thing I might change, and that's something to be seen. It's not. It's not something we can know right now. Maybe maybe sprinkle a bit of Ish Smith instead of Davon Reed, just to have more creation among the five yeah. guys. The defense would, of course, uh, be worse with that, with that uh, five. But uh, on the other hand, you know, good offense helps you on defense, and hopefully, you know, if they would have more converted uh, uh, possessions uh, with the second unit, that that might help on both sides of the court. Uh, 
That's okay. A good, that's, a, that's a good segue for the next question. Yeah, and the next question comes from Zeke Naji Stan. <laughs> How far into the season will it be until the bench unit changes from what it is now? I'm putting the over/under at fourteen point five games. I just don't know if Bones can consistently be the main facilitator and scorer with that group yet. I see Ish and Zeke coming to the second unit soon. Yeah, I guess we agree with those. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the over/under is games. Like, what do you think? How long it'll take? I, I'm I'm gonna cop out here and say if the Nuggets are one and four. Then it will be, you know, five games in. <laughs> but if they're for any reason, you know, and it, it's a realistic uh, thing, if they have a hot start, I don't see Malone changing anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the starters are good enough to compensate even for a, a not optimal bench unit, he will not change it at all. I mean, we know that from, from the seven seasons we've seen Michael Malone as the head coach of the Nuggets. And to tell you the truth, when something is working, don't fix it. Even though you see some of the parts of it are not really working, if the if the whole ensemble is uh, producing results, I guess there is some logic to that. What do you think? Zero games, because Mare will not start the season. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's that's very really radical. Oh. Because uh, <laughs> then Bones would have to go in the starters, I guess, or... <laughs> Um, well, I assuming everyone's healthy and was playing. Uh, let's see, four and a half. Uh, I'd go over if it needs to change because even if we start losing, I think he'll give it a shot. And and well, that's that's also the thing is what what means changing the configuration during the games. I can see it happening, like in the preseason game uh, against OKC, then Malone switches up, not just like necessarily benching Bones, just. Adding Nish Smith, what you said, maybe but you know for Devon Reed, if the defense is not good anyway, might as well try it. Uh, and and I could see like also if they're switching on some stuff, foul troubles, like all that. But as as like considerably, like hey, this is host coming out of the uh, coming from the bench, like immediately it's Bones, Bruce, and Ish. That that's maybe like over over those uh, fourteen and a half games. So that's my thing. Like it would be. Be disappointing if Bones just completely can't handle it. I rather, I wouldn't mind if he's well. There's like a few scenarios too. Like it just it's complex. Um, So if Bones is just scoring, but like the facilitation is not happening, and then then you know he's scoring, but the unit is overall negative. So then you need another just to you know help him out with like setting up everything. If he's not even scoring in, facilitating, that's like a complete overhaul or like a completely have to ask some questions. And then just in general, like if other players are not stepping up, uh, if Bruce Brown isn't, you know, getting that, you know, getting in that feel of like he's a facilitator as well, then you have Ishmael maybe and then you release Bruce Brown from that, put him in like a higher, you know, higher positions. Uh, so there's, there's, you know, a couple of those, you know, a few of those scenarios. So I would see after 15 games. Like I, I suspect him to come out strong of the season. I, I believe because we weren't good last season in the uh, in the preseason as much. Like we allowed yeah. a bunch of stuff to Golden State. Like we wasn't the like Sacramento, I think. And then we opened the season beat beat uh, the best team in the league pretty easily in Phoenix and pr- pretty decent off with defense. I think so. It's again, it's preseason, so I want to wait and see what happens. Okay, before we move to the last uh, fan question of the week, I want to ask you, 
if you would have to choose a single Serbian basketball player, current Serbian basketball player, that is the most freak athlete of them all, which one would it be? Freak athlete. Oof. Yeah. That's hard. It's tough. It's hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. It is. I mean, because I've, I've seen Lucic just like dunk with his teeth, yeah. like in, in the EuroLeague. Um, what would you say? Is that just a comparison? I for mean, the next it, yeah, it's just the segue before before we move to the question. Because if you think about it, it's probably either Lutic or Kalinic, I guess. Maybe Bogdan, maybe. But when you see Bogdan compared to all the other NBA stars, he's not really an athletic guy. So the question we got from the godfather of, of Nuggets Reddit, Alec Gwynn, is where would you rank the roster from most Serbian to least Serbian? Well, I understood no, this mean, more. I understood this more as like the 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 spirit of basketball play. No, no, I agree. Like, what what yeah. I wanted to say, what I wanted to say is, you cannot compare the athleticism of Nuggets players and yeah. use them to to uh, to examine them as a Serbian or non-Serbian players. So what we will concentrate on will be the spirit of the game, the 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 connectiveness and everything else. And so, uh, just to say, sorry, just to, just to mm-hmm. kind of preface when people are listening and, and watching, it's not, this is not like who's the best or who we like the most because he's that's the right. most European. It's just like what would knowing like our culture and our, our style of play, which again, proved not to be that like it proved to be a little rigid for the, for the style of play in modern basketball right now. So just like the, what, what style is, it fits more, not just like, so if we put Michael Porter as like the least Serbian or like second to least Serbian, it's not because he's the worst. It's just the style of it. Like we don't have players that are just that in that crazy shoot, you know, shooting. At least like we don't have any more. Maybe we had in the exactly. Pedro so, so, was like that. Maybe. So the scale will start with one, as what Michael Porter is, and and it's then with I guess Nikola Jokic. So let's start <laughs> player by player and let's start by the third stringers first, if you okay. agree. Okay. So let's go first to Ish Smith. Where would you rank him as a Serbian or a non-Serbian player? Um, Ish Smith, I mean, I, honestly, not that, not that, uh, supra- not that like least. It's more on the, on the, to the most, like maybe five or six, something. Yeah, like five that. would be completely yeah. neutral. So probably six. Probably six. Like I think it's more leaning over to to that like stability. Like he can finish. Like he's not great at three point shots. Like we have sometimes players that are not great, but like are know the game, know their know their tempo. So I would say six. Okay, Christian Brown. Uh, honestly, I mean seven probably, and maybe because even an eight. Maybe, maybe even an eight like, because he really knows his role. He's not forcing anything. Yeah. So so far. I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially so far. Yeah. Well, so, well, so I would say, like, let's. I'm. I'll invoke his Kansas game. Pretty, pretty, like, pretty stable. Like, what we, what you, what would you expect? Like a shooter, shooting guard from home. Like, I would compare him. Like, if he was, um, how it used to be. Like, the there's like Dragan Milosavljevic was was like, um, defensive shooter. Like, obviously, I think Gagi is better than, than Brown, but like. Something like Bronco Lazi. It's like one of those guys who's just like, he's a 3 and D, like knows his role, doesn't veer off from it too much. So I would say like he's on the, on the maybe more than ish. So let's say I'm, I'm going to go seven. 
you could go in. Listen, man, I have to I have to trust you about the Kansas thing because the only Kansas I know of <laughs> is a music group that I really like. So that's 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 fine for me. Okay, next up, next up, Vladko. I think it's like a 9.9. Like, it's, it's just, he's just not playing for us. Like, that's the only, that's the only one. Like, why is not? So. I'll go, I, I mean, I'll go to, I'm going 10 because, like, he's not, even though he's not, like, if we, obviously, if Jokic is the, the max, like, he is playing for Serbia and he's Serbian. So, like, no one then can be 10. But let's say he's out of the loop. Like, Vladko is a 10. Like, it's easily. I agree. Let's leave. Zeke for now is a third stringer. What would you say about him? Uh, Zeke, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, he's comparable to some of the guys we've had. Like, again, like interestingly enough, um, I think I'm, I'm always like, if I'm when I'm doing this right now, it's like I'm picturing them in the lineups with other Serbian players and how they can fit. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable with an with an eight, honestly. Like he can defend, like he knows how to shoot from the outside, like he's reliable there. Like doesn't doesn't mess up. Like he can, he's high high energy. Like who could I compare him to? From us, we don't have. I don't think we had a center like that, that was that way, like a shooter. But we've had like the young guys that are that bulky and like can do this stuff. So let's go with an eight. I agree. I agree. Did we miss somebody else from the third stringers? I think there is one more guy we haven't mentioned. I don't, I'm not thinking about uh, Jack White. He is uh, on the outside looking in. Uh, who is no, those are pretty much. I mean, Peyton oh. Watson. Oh, Peyton Watson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a, yeah, well, he's a I guess... one probably. <laughs> For now. For, For now. now, yeah, yeah. For now. Yeah, Jack White would probably be like an eight. Yeah, or something a nine. close. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, Mainly we're looking at non athletic style of play. <laughs> that's, that's just Serbian. That's that's fair. That's fair. Okay, let's now move to Bones Highland. Uh, that's that. I mean, that's honestly. Uh, I mean, Teodos is just the one that like messes with me because he's that. He, we yeah. have that that like lucid, like he can just playmaker style. So I'd put put Bones at like two. Fair. Uh, because again, it, this is not like a. This is the, the, none of these are criticisms. This is just the style because he's so different different style like his one-on-one style like he's so good that it would like it would be a shame to just bog him down into like play play for the you know play for the extra pass and stuff like it just it would be that that's why i think like also this is a criticism of our style right now is that it's not perfect because we've seen us lose to teams with a little bit of more like flair that's right Um, so so yeah i would say i would say that's a that he's a he's a two there's no right way to play basketball the right yeah, way yeah, yeah, is the yeah. winning way. Yeah, exactly. And who wins this season, that will be the right way for that season. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. Uh, let's see Bruce Brown. Well, that's a nine for me. Like that verse I said, I said I loved him. And because of that versatility, not 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 too much of a discussion for me there. Just he, he knows how to do everything on the court. Uh, shoots like when he when he when he you know when it's like good good for the shot not just to shoot it so I'd say him, I'd say he's right there yeah probably Kalinic is probably the closest yeah yeah, to I, would, him, yeah. I, guess. I mean he's short I think he's shorter than Kalinic but like yeah that's, yeah but stronger probably yeah well well I don't know I, I would <laughs> I don't know 
Colin's the beast. Uh, <laughs> we, we have to invite them to the fist fight. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. that's popular right now in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> we know we know Kurija is the strongest. No, oh, that's right. That's we know right. he's the he's the when he when he rips the ball out of Giannis's hands like it's nothing. That's he, he's got the he's got the old old man strength. Uh, what's I, next? I, I'm not commenting when I completely agree with you. I will comment yeah, if, sure, sure, if I have sure. a big disagreement. Davon Reed. Uh, I'd say, I'd say he's a five. Like he's kind of neutral. I think he can fit That's into right. a lot of teams uh, in Europe, and and he can. Like we've seen him kind of do the one on one takeover in the G leagues, and like just be a part of the team, like in in uh, for the Nuggets. So. It's, it's kind of there. Maybe like maybe it's even more like closer to like the the, the Serbia. Let's have a scale at least. Like I think it's neutral. I think we he could play for Serbia, but he but I can see him also not and play for like another team and just like for one of the Bulgaria teams and just like start shooting all over the place. So I think like he can. He, that's why it's like on on the scale in the middle. I agree. He would be a star in the Euroleague. I'm pretty sure of that. And, pretty uh, good. I don't know. If, I don't know if again like it depends. Like I haven't seen him that that like on the ball but like it would be pretty decent yeah yeah he, and his shot looks pretty good right now yeah, yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes in the coming days okay who's next jeff, uh, green. jeff green jeff green ah uh, well that's uh, he's he's a he's a six because i'm trying to because yeah he is too athletic to be a serbian uh that i mean because he's just he's just insane uh yeah. but like a lot of this stuff when he when he plays with Jokic. How he like uses these cuts and these different, I think is like closer to six maybe than let's let's start let's say a four because I'm I'm picturing his like turnaround jumpers and a lot of this like one on one stuff that that that's really like would separate him from that from our style like that's more like a like a nicer Hooper Hooper. Uh, I agree. Hooper Three or a four is a, is yeah. a good good one for him. DeAndre Jordan. Now this is an interesting one. I mean, problem with DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> There's is nobody. He, is, he many, is he any different than Kuzmich? Like, in, like how he was? Not, not like maybe now, but when he's in in his prime, like he's just athletic. But like the stuff that he, you know, is a center, like an old, he just screens in in dunk center. Like it's close to what we had. But but I'd, let's 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 go with the three. Like just because he was like, in, in, you know, incredibly athletic and but not involved even in today. Any, even today, he's yeah, but he's not involved in the offense. Like he doesn't, yeah. he, you know, he's just a finisher. And we need for our centers, like if he's double teamed or at least something from the low post, so, so he can do. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's a, it's a pretty low. I mean, it's mostly to be honest, it's not fair, but it's mostly because of his crazy athleticism. We know. <laughs> existed before but even now when he jumps and and goes for those dunks those are pretty pretty awesome yeah and you you will not see that among serbian players very yeah. often okay let's go with the starters and the fifth option kcp um that's well it's also like interesting with how lucic was playing and like if maybe like a seven so for, well actually uh, well because like, I, I have to like right now for the nuggets what he's doing is a seven but his stuff in in uh, in college and like even in Lakers sometimes in Washington, that's more of like a, he can be like an individual type of player. But let's say let's say a six eight for him again. He reminds me of of Gagi Milosavljevic. Um, so let's go with that. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. I, I agree with that. 
I agree with. Of course, he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sad he didn't have a, a better career because of all the injuries yeah. he says he has sustained during years. Yeah, KCP, okay. yeah, KCP reminds me of him a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So let's now go to go to go to Aaron Gordon. <clears throat> okay. Before we go to Aaron Gordon, <laughs> would you would you agree that he was? I mean, Jokic wasn't really trying that hard in that first uh, preseason game. Was Aaron Gordon the best Nugget? In yeah, he was games? within his. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was because he was doing what he was supposed to do. Like he wasn't worse than last year. He fit in back into like that when he got traded, you know, style. And, you know, honestly, shot looks a little bit cleaner. Maybe that's just, it looks every year, but he might even look a little bit leaner. I don't know, maybe it's the white jerseys. They're kind of slimming, but he just looked, maybe like they threw me off because I thought Drummond also looked leaner uh, in a white jersey yesterday. So maybe who knows? Um, yeah, he was, I think it was, was best. Like he's, he's in good, good form. I think, um, I think he's, well, he's, he's a nine to me. Like is very close to to the max. Just again, how he played with Jokic last year alone, well, last almost like season and a half, like is bumping him up that high. Because what he was doing in Orlando, no, definitely yeah. not. But how he's adapting, like he actually plays, I think he's he's closer to to like the Serbian style. I agree. I mean, Aaron Gordon is a is a ten in most Serbs' uh, eyes. I've I've talked to and Adam talked to many people in <laughs> Serbia when they were visiting, and he was shocked by the 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 how much the Serbs appreciate Aaron Gordon's game on the Nuggets. Okay, Michael Porter. We said one. We, we will not dwell on that. Jamal Murray. Yeah, and that's again, again, gotta remind people, it's not a, it, that's not an insult. Like it's just a absolutely style. not, absolutely not. He's so incredible, like sing individually, and he just, again, we've so many times we've talked about it. it's just not how he used, how he grew up playing. Like he was so good always that it was stupid in in high schools where he was playing to not have him have every possession because he was so better. And you know, if that's maybe that was like a, uh, we call that like a bear favor, like when it's just. It's it maybe not was the not wasn't the best for him in the future because he didn't learn some of this other stuff. But it, it he's so incredible. I can't blame anyone for like being like, hey, just do your thing, like score forty a game. And that's why it's just right now he's not on the on that like style of play because that's like almost this could have been almost like from the sp- least the most Spurs to the least Spurs. And that's right. That yeah. that's actually the right comp. We have a uh, comment here from JD one two three saying that would you give Luka Doncic a two as well because you gave such a low number to Bones Highland? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> what Luka does has nothing to do with Serbian with or Yugoslav yeah. basketball. It's yeah. it's a completely different. And again, not an it's insult. not a bad thing. Luka <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. the most amazing basketball player one of the best basketball players and also like because we're serbian doesn't mean i don't like to watch like that's right all, all the time like i'm not it's not like something i would turn on first as far as luca and dallas is concerned but it's not like i'm i don't like i dislike him because he doesn't play the serbian way again i've said like we lost in the freaking euros in the eighth you know eighth round or whatever around 16 like it okay it, you know, it's, we're not perfect <laughs> thank you to all of the guys Giving these awesome Was that questions. Jamal? I, uh, we, uh, oh, we didn't say Jamal. Yeah, we didn't. No, it was Murray. Oh, then. Jesus, Jamal. What do you think? I have no idea with him. Like, I think he's like a three, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because he knows four, Jokic, but it's still four. like 
yeah, it's still that it's I mean, it's still that individual. He knows pick and roll, but it's not the same. What would like he just, be if he's not on the Nuggets? He would be a one. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, he's he so does, awesome. It's yeah, it's awesome. Well, few few people that are like wrink, throwing wrinkles into the the thing of like this, at least like Pedro Stakovic can easily we can say like okay, Michael Porter, That's as, right. as in like the shooter, like you just let him cook and he cooks in many ways. Like yeah, Michael and Porter. and so that that also so on that level, that's why it's like interesting you talk about because then we're basically taking off these like incredibly individual performers again Teodosic was similar way like if you if you have Teodosic in your head then Murray Bones all these guys are like you know they, they can do individual like he does he can throw crazy passes like he you know not like he can but like to the point where in the pick and roll so again it's it's smorgasbord but let's say like if you go in with the mean like the average those guys are like probably you know on the, on the low Serbian angle like Serbian basketball. Yes. Okay, let's now storm through the last I two freaking segments. Sweated, real, real I sweated quickly. through these questions. I have to like <laughs> take to take a breath. Like it's tricky. Like not try not to offend anyone. <laughs> First one, it will only take a minute. Nugget stat of the week. Every week, I'll try to find a stat nobody's brave enough to talk about, or more realistically, a stat so bizarre nobody wants to talk about. So Jack White played only five minutes and thirty-four seconds. On the court against Chicago, uh, he, as Harrison mentioned last night, out rebounded both Zeke Naji and Jeff Green in those minutes. But let's see his plus-minus stat. So the Nuggets were plus four with him on the court and minus twenty-two without him. So shout out to all the homies down under, Jack White. I love that guy. <laughs> he's, he's great. I like him too, especially when they like learn that he's like the best shooter. I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Like awesome this story. was, um, I, I, I like there was like a fun question asked, like least or be most. I'm looking through the question through the comments. I agree. Like it could have been probably framed like most team basketball, least team basketball. I guess. Um, and but but the, but that's the thing is like when you, I, I think like when you, I mean it's not a stereotype, but like when you generalize, in general, like it's we everyone when you ask the Ser, you know us Serbians. What what what's the style of Yugoslav basketball? It's like it's team basketball, and I, I mean, and you you know, JD it's mentioned just, it's just distilling into one main component. It's yeah, not the yeah, only yeah. component, but it is a main exactly because because I, I see like mentioned like Dali Pogic, uh, you know, Kachamovic, Drajan Petrovic, like of course these guys are, but they also were playing for the team. It wasn't just solo, uh, even though they could do that. So I'm like, you know, again, don't just same way like he is singular, but he's singular in that like heliocentric style of basketball that everyone else fits around him. And with that, even Jokic is so, so good that he was also fitting to the team. It wasn't just the team fitting around him completely. That's what it, it, that's what I was saying. Like I sweated through my through my shirt just to try to like tiptoe around these things because like it's it, it's there's no like perfect answer. So I apologize if if I insulted yeah, anyone. Like it, that's this not, is that not the scientific supposed to be fun. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. a scientific podcast. So what you gonna do? Okay. Yeah. For the very end, Nuggets NBA trivia. Every other week, we'll alter alternate between Nuggets and general NBA trivia, and we'll ask the live audience to participate in it. This week, we'll start off with Nuggets trivia. Let's list the five guys with the best assist-to-turnover ratio for the last regular season, so 2021-2022. 
minimum 40 games played. I don't want to get any stats about Rajon Tucker or whatever. So I, I want to concentrate on God, guys that actually <laughs> played last season. So five guys with the best assist to turnover ratio. And I will not give you Monte Morris. Everybody knows he's number one on this list. So the other four guys we, we are trying okay, to screw to you. I knew that one. <laughs> of course. Everybody knew it's it's Monte. So who are the other four guys? What do you um, think? Uh, Gordon. Gordon is not on the list. Whoa, he's actually okay. not even sixth. I, 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 don't, I don't remember where he is, but he's not not near the top. So minimum 40 games, turnover, turnover ratio. Uh, God, who's on the team last year? Barton? Barton, it is. He is number five on this list with 2.17 assists per per turnover. I'm to remember who's good. Faku? Faku, yeah, that's a good guess. He is number three with 3.28. I forgot to mention that Monte had 4.27 <laughs> what assists a to, to, to turnover ratio, which uh, still need only two guys. So okay, I got one. I got one 15, of that is a I got fifth and third. Okay, so I'm gonna use raise bones. I guess he's the one. Yes, the ball. Yeah. and I think bones is a pretty big surprise here because of his, you know, uh, manic style of play. I was a bit surprised that he is among the top guys. Is he fourth or second? This list? He's fourth. Fourth. He's okay. fourth with two point twenty two. Two point twenty two. So Jokic is he? No, he's number six. Oh, okay, I thought. He's, okay, I he's I still at the top, about. but not among the best ones. No, among the best. Okay, so, so I will. We're... I will help you with this number two. No, no, so no, this... no, 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 no. Let, okay. let me let me try. Okay. Let me try to go through the roster. Because uh, we had this is Demonte Gordon, Jeff Green. <laughs> oh, he doesn't nope. pass. He doesn't pass. Uh, yeah, but that's a good thing. If you don't pass, yeah, you will not fair. lose the ball as well. Well, who's? I think I don't know if Boogie played forty games. Boogie. No, no, Boogie That'd didn't be play too 40 games. I swear if it's... No, Vlad couldn't play 40. Zeke didn't play 40. Devon didn't play 40. Uh, who was last year? PJ didn't play 40. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I, I will yeah, help you. Yeah, yeah. It is It is Davon Reed. Davon Reed did oh, play 40 games. He played 40? Games. Yeah, okay. and he had 3.31 assists per turnover, which is pretty pretty good. I know it's not big numbers, but it's oh, well, always the, smart. If you, you don't know, pass it? the... Ball yeah, do much. you know the total assist numbers for him? Oh, I don't have it. Because well, he had like me. I remember when he showed up the first few games, he had like four or five assists in each of those games and didn't have a lot of points, but like he he passed a decent amount, decent amount. I agree with that. Let me see if I can see. Yeah, uh, Alexander. Yeah, yeah, we said Faku was third on the list. He did play. He played a lot of games. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Well, he he just got cut out of. Out of rotation the for the last year, 20, yeah. 20 games or something, maybe yeah. even less than cool. that. Cool. So we so. have Monte, Monte, Devon, Bones, no, Faku, Bones, Faku, Barton. Bones, yeah. and Barton. So cool. out of these five guys, only two guys are still on the roster. Okay. Nice. Thank you very much for awesome. hanging with us for this last 63 minutes. Have a great weekend. And uh, after that, have a great week. Hopefully, We'll have some better, better um, uh, games to talk about next yeah. week, and uh, let's Maybe. go Nuggets. Yeah, let's go Nuggets. See the Nuggets. Eat them Nuggets.